0: okay welcome everyone to embodying your higher self tools for living consciously my name is Michelle Chimpaka and today we have a very special show with my partner and dear friend Lindsay Harrison who will be joining us shortly Um, this is going to be a real free flow conversation today so we really invite the listeners who are listening in live to um ask your questions and come in and participate and be a part of this conversation so welcome lindsay it's great to have you here
1: hi Michelle. hello from bali
0: (laughs) sunny by bali finally (laughs) i know i know so lindsay is in bali and i'm in puerto escondido mexico it's uh the weather is pretty similar here i think uh, as Bali right now, although you said it's been raining a lot. Is that right, Lindsay? Oh, gosh, it's been raining for the past two weeks or so.
1: So we finally have some sunshine.
0: Uh, yes, yes, exactly. So um, so how are you doing today? Um, I, we have an interesting conversation about how to unlock your superpowers. Lindsay's already been on, on the show. Um, for those of you who may not have listened to her previous interview with me, Uh, Lindsay is an amazing medicine woman. Uh, She facilitates both group and one-on-one plant medicine ceremonies, sacred ceremonies for people that are seeking to deepen their connection with their authentic self and heal trauma and uh, even addictions. Uh, Plant medicine is pretty uh, amazing. And I guess we'll start the conversation there since uh, that's where we began so tell us a little bit more about your experience with psilocybin uh, also known as magic mushrooms
1: oh gosh um we've i've been facilitating um recently and i've had quite some profound experiences with some of my clients i think um right now there's just a yearning for healing and um people are finding that The alternative ways of um, healing oneself is going much deeper now and um, people are ready to seek out parts by trying new ways, if you like.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing because there's this crazy uh, Disney type music in the background, so I've I've unplugged the mic. Uh, Yes, please keep going. And hopefully that music won't won't be in the background of this uh, of this podcast today. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Lindsay. Um,
1: I had a client just recently, and I found this really interesting that she said this. She's um, actually been in therapy, um, seeing a psychiatrist for the past ten years, and she sat with the medicine. And she said that she gained more from her experience sitting with the medicine than she has having met with her psychiatrist for the past 10 years. She said everything just became so clear to her and she was able to really connect and understand to certain issues that were showing up in her life. And it I just found her words so powerful because you know, in a space of two and a half, three hours, she was able to unravel what she's been hoping to achieve in the past 10 years, speaking to some one for, I guess, she said the word validation and understanding and she was able to get that all on her own just through the experience of psilocybin.
0: That's awesome, Lindsay. And, and I think people, some people are really hesitant because they don't really understand how, you know, mushrooms work and, and why would they, you know, take this medicine, which is a psychoactive, um, medicine that does, um, you know, actually have that impact on the brain. But, you know, one of the things that I wanted to mention is that in my research of psilocybin, and I know you know this as well, that um, psilocybin actually builds new neural pathways, and I don't know any over-the-counter medicine. I don't know of any that does that, and so you're you know you have people that are battling with mental health like your client and my clients as well, and. I actually got a message when I was away on my vacation um, visiting my sons that I said I would answer, and I answered it today just before the podcast. Um, this person had said that she's really concerned about her uh, ex husband. She, you know, even though they're not together, she really loves him and cares about him, but he's really battling um, uh, with depression, and he's really. Suicidal and the medicine is actually not working. And so she was asking me um, about whether what, you know, what, what can he do? And, you know, she was talking about maybe him doing an ayahuasca ceremony or psilocybin. And of course the answer is if you're on any medicine that has SRI inhibitors or, um, you know, I'm not an expert in, um, You know, in the brain, but I do know that there are a lot of medicines out there for uh, anti depression that are SRI inhibitors, I believe. And so, um, therefore, doing plant medicine won't work. So they literally have to get off the medicine for a good six months uh, before they can take the plant medicine. And that's one of the things that I said in my message that, you know, he needs to explore doing spiritual work, doing in-depth healing, uh, things like soul retrieval, things like clearing entities, closing portals. <laughs> so I left this long message just before, um, before we got on this call. So I don't know if you have anything you'd like to add to that about your experience with uh, working with people that have uh, been on medicine. I don't know if you've taken them into ceremony or not.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't actually taken anyone into ceremony that's on any um, antidepressants or whatnot. And I completely agree with you. I mean, you've got to begin the work. I've found that, especially in Western culture, they're very quick to prescribe the chemicals, but nobody's actually focusing on the root cause and encouraging people to do the work, do the healing, you know, it can begin gently with talk. Therapy is so important. I agree. But at the same time it's body because we store so many of our emotions at a cellular level and just to really begin to just get into the body with, we're so trapped in our minds these days that I just feel that people just need to come back to the true essence of who they are and just really tap into the heart and the gut and I, I for me personally I'm reading so much about gut health now and the importance because you know our guts being attacked if you like through all the processed foods and <sighs> it's where we it's where we store all our um our emotions, it's our intuition, it's our everything. And it's just really connecting back into our body as opposed to our minds, because our minds, you know, at the end of the day, they don't really exist, They're thoughts and creations that we have associated with for forever and a day. And we need to learn to quieten the mind and really tap into our body.
0: Absolutely, and it's interesting that you brought up that like the mind, uh, the brain gut connection, because I was listening to another podcast by uh, a neurologist, and uh, he was talking about how alcohol actually really um, messes up our biomes and the gut health, and um, and unlike mushrooms, which creates the new neural pathways, alcohol actually damages the, you know, the the prefrontal cortex, the white and gray matter in the brain. And he was talking about this new study that uh, even with moderate drinkers and, and how he defines moderate drinkers, it would be people that drink about a glass of wine or a cocktail a day, seven drinks in a week which could then, you know, either be on a daily basis, seven drinks or over a weekend is enough to damage the brain, you know? And so when you hear about that, you're like, wow, why, why do we drink? You know, why do people choose that? Because we want to, uh, we want to relax. We want to, you know, escape our reality. And I think um, the problems are never really getting solved. But what I love about psilocybin is we're actually not escaping we're going to a whole other level that gives us this higher perspective uh that enables us to really heal and transform which is incredible and um yeah that's what i love about about the medicine anyway um and it does help people that have addictions and and it helps people with depression um so yeah i um it's uh, one of the reasons why I, you know, do ceremonies as well. And and one of the things we'll be offering in, in our um, upcoming incredible women's retreat here in Puerto Escondido for um, up to seven women who are seeking to go to the next level, to really get unstuck, to change those... Um, negative belief systems and limiting beliefs and patterns that they haven't been able to do they haven't found a way to get unstuck and i feel like the psilocybin along with some of the other things we're offering are really going to help people to make that big shift which is really exciting really exciting
1: it's so exciting a hundred percent and going back to the alcohol i mean that's alcohol. Taking chemicals is also doing the same thing. So any anything's gonna disrupt your frontal lobes and whatnot as well. So it's really yes, just tapping into just your true essence and just facing your shadows. Um, like myself, I've been doing you know a lot of healing myself over the years, and it's amazing what gets stored in the body that just needs to come to surface. And we're so lucky that we have so many incredible healers that are going to be helping facilitate on our retreat. But um, one of my most profound experiences that I've come across, and this is without the medicine as well, this was um, I went to see an energy healer and we were doing the work and she was building me up to get me to cry, to get me to cry. And I was going into an angry anger anger space and I was like I'm not gonna cry I don't need to cry I'm not gonna cry and she's just like just let go just let go and eventually I just began to sob and sob and she caught the moment because she's highly intuitive she caught the moment and she said to me she said Lindsay I know because I've never been a cryer my entire life until now and um she said to me i caught the moment when you were nine months old you were sat in a baby chair and you were crying and your mom was busy and she was ignoring your cries and that was the moment that you decided from that day forward you wouldn't cry again because no one was there to come to you when you needed the most and you would just bottle it all up inside and take care of yourself and It was so true. My mom used to say, you were such an amazing baby. You hardly ever cried, but it was that moment, nine months old. And I've shifted that from my body through an energetic healing session. And it's just, it's softened me. It's made me more aware of my emotions, my feelings, and you just gain a deeper understanding. And that's what I'm saying. Everything's trapped within our bodies. So to do the work and the way that you and i facilitate these ceremonies like we're really it's not just taking the medicine in like a clinical setting we're also removing the energy blocks as somebody is going through their process so it's removed it's gone and it, it's just such a powerful i'm so passionate about our work michelle no oh, yeah me too <laughs>
0: It is, it is. It's really incredible. And and of course, our work is really guided by spirit. You know, we're working with many uh, amazing, high vibrational helping spirits that are coming uh, to assist the people that we're uh, facilitating the ceremony for. And um, I don't know if people know this, and I just want to welcome uh, S- Essie, I don't know your nickname there, uh, but Essie, welcome. You're more than welcome to come in live and ask a question at any moment. Just uh, just come on in, and I will uh, accept you into the studio if you wish to do that. But, yeah, one of the things that I, I was um, about to say is that um, um, the Helping Spirits, they – They utilize people like myself and Lindsay um, because we've opened up as channels. And so that's why it's easier for them to come through people like us and other healers that do this work and then come through us to help you. Uh, So it's really quite an amazing um, relationship that we have with our guides. And so for those of you who have never uh, experienced that, I encourage you to investigate and learn more about how you can c- connect with your helping spirits as well because they're here to be of service. They really want to help us, but they need us to open up and um, ask for their help. And so this is this is part of what occurs in the ceremony is they come through us and they work through us to help you to shift and release that trauma, release the energy blockages, and um, to be able to access your truest and purest potential. And it is really profound and beautiful work. And I feel often very humbled and so honored to be able to do this work with you, Lindsay. You know, it's just, uh, we have this kind of magical uh, relationship that happens when we're working together. So it's really, (laughs) really wonderful yeah really wonderful <laughs> it sure is
1: very very blessed and honored to facilitate yeah yeah <laughs> and be really of is. service just to be of service to help women step into their true their true power their true potential You know, we get stuck up in all this um, societal conditioning and belief systems that are not our own, and it's just coming back to your true true self, your true worth. And, you know, at the end of the day, everything comes down to self-love. That's the healing, giving back to ourselves. And once we step into our power, we have so much more to give to others.
0: Yes, absolutely. And I think... A lot of women, um, and I know this is a generalization, but it's pretty true, we tend to overextend ourselves and we give and we give and we take care of our families or our partners or our friends and, and we let the cup run dry and then there's nothing left for ourselves. And um, I call out to all of you women who have done that you know, to come and, and experience this, uh, incredible retreat and really give yourself the gift of being nurtured and healed and pampered. Um, it's an, in an incredible energetic place here in Puerto Escondido. Uh, the villa is right on the beach, overlooking the ocean. Um, I've been in the villa a few times and it's, Really, quite incredible, really magical place to be holding this retreat. So I'm, I'm really excited to have this, uh, this offering for for women, um, this invitation to come and really take care of yourself. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really happy about that, and I'm ready, and I know you're ready. You're ready, and this will be your first. First time We're to come to already. Me. <laughs> We're already. It's
1: so exciting. <laughs>
0: it is. It's so exciting, and um, so I, I wanted to. This is a bit of a, a interesting um shift, but I want to bring this up because it came up in my shamanic mentoring class today. I also, you know, Lindsay knows that I mentor students in shamanism, and one of the students asked, uh, ask, it was the last class for this this group and he asked you know can you speak to what's happening with the you know the rapid um, sort of evolution of technology and the ai that's coming in and how can shamanism uh, help people come back and return to who they truly are to their authentic self with all that's i'm getting chills as i (laughs) as i repeat that question but uh because it's real i mean and i'm not saying that all ai is bad you know um you know we can use ai to write for us we can you know uh talk to alexa and ask her to find something on google or play a certain song um there you know i'm there's a lot of other examples of AI that I won't go into that are that are beneficial, but there are other AIs that are not. And um, I'll give an example of something I you know I do I admit I watch Netflix from time to time, and there's a new show called Fake Love, and I was just curious like what is this show about like, so I clicked on it and i was like holy moly i was shocked because what it what it what it is is they're using ai to distort the reality so that when a one of the people in the partnership watches a video they don't know whether their partner is really cheating on them or if it's fake because they're using ai to create fake scenarios and i'm like wow if <laughs> Wow, that's I mean,
1: frightening.
0: That is so frightening, and it, it really, and it's frightening because the generation um, your children are growing up in, and my youngest is growing up in, is they're growing up in this reality that is not real. They're getting tricked by by this artificial intelligence, and um, he used the term which I had never heard before, but it made a lot of sense that people's brains are being harvested. And I, I it kind of gives me chills as I say that. So it goes back to the whole idea of why shamanism or why practice these what is a very ancient, ancient spiritual practices. It goes back twenty more than I think it's like 75,000 years, actually, that shamanism goes back. But what I'm finding is people are losing touch with reality. People don't know how to ground anymore. They don't know how to discern what is what is false and what is true. They're, um, they're getting more and more lost and confused. And what we're bringing into this retreat and what shamanism offers is this opportunity for people to really find who they truly are to remember um, their their true essence and now more than ever with all of this technology we really really need to return to these simple um these simple practices that help us to tap into our our, our authentic self Um, And I feel like this retreat will give people those tools to remember who they truly are. Yeah.
1: Oh, I couldn't agree more, really. And, And that's why it's so important to come back into the body and out of the mind, because it's your intuition. Like, if something doesn't feel right inside, it's not right. And, you know, if it feels right, it's right, it's, everything is a feeling. The mind is just your ego. It's your, it's, it's, it's a noise, but in our, in our truth, it's a feeling. We feel everything. We feel our emotions, we feel sadness, we feel happiness, we feel anger, but you need to be in your body because if something doesn't sit right within your body, you know, it's not right. And therefore you need to take a step back and this is, you know, it's really, it's coming back, that's your power center, you know, just really listening to your body.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's so important. And I think, I think people have lost touch with that. Like, you know, how do I trust myself again? How do I know that my gut is telling me the truth? And, um, I believe that the more that we connect in with our higher self and we do this kind of spiritual work, it's like we're reclaiming those, those lost, um, aspects of ourselves. And then we begin to remember who we truly are. And, um, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting because, you know, I, I uh, when I was thinking about how to title this podcast, we've been talking about how to unlock your superpowers. And this, this is key to unlocking your superpowers, is you have to know who you truly are to be able to unlock your superpowers. You have to.
1: You must, for sure. It's Yes, for sure.
0: so so tell us what what are some of your superpowers let's give some people examples I know I put you on the spot but I think it's okay you know don't worry
1: (laughs) oh you really have put me on the spot now (laughs) I don't know how to list them I'm I'm so much more aware even You know, obviously I'm still I'm on social media and with my children and everything, but I'm it's just the knowing. And it's so hard to explain how that works because I've been doing a lot of like my own work and the more and more work that I'm doing, it's just it's just a knowing. Yeah. It's so hard to articulate it because it's it's a knowing it's it's a feeling and just and i'm saying it to my children now i'm just like you really just need to be more aware you know why you're feeling this way and what's triggering it what's being triggered inside you that's upsetting you so much and just listen like listen to yourself through your body like don't make stories in your mind because they're not real They're all false illusions. You just, it's an inner, it's an inner knowing. And the more you know, it almost leads to epiphanies, constant Mm -hmm. epiphanies, because you're just like, oh, I understand why she behaved that way at this moment. And I understand why I I was feeling upset and why it was triggered within me. And all these, it's just, it's a knowing.
0: Beautiful. I love that. I love that having that knowing and um, I'm going to I'm going to say what I think some of your superpowers are. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. <laughs> I I think that you, with that knowing, you're able to tap into people's um, higher selves and unlock their ability to tap into their knowing. Yes. Wow! Yes. I think so. I think that's that's an incredible superpower. And I, I love that about you. And I think it's such an, it's such a gift that you can facilitate that for people, you know, that you can do that for people. And, uh, and it's not a small gift. It's definitely a superpower. <laughs>
1: <Thank you. laughs> but it, I know. It's, I'm, I'm so grateful. I'm so blessed. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're so you're so welcome. You're so welcome, and I I don't know. I don't, what would you say my superpower? I think it's probably better we tell what each other's superpowers are because it's hard to to say it about yourself. What do you think are my superpowers?
1: The very same and more. <laughs> you are an incredible teacher, mentor, you're mine. (laughs) And you are, you're just here to shine your light and really give the gift, like you said, of bringing people back to their true essence and understanding and being able to offer explanations to certain, you know, we've never been, there is no university of the spiritual school, if you like. And so you're, able to offer such incredible guidance and just a deeper level of understanding and support and you're an incredible oh
0: my god i feel feel like i'm 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 blushing now i feel uh, thank you so much that that's really that's really sweet thank you
1: i i don't know if um our listeners know but michelle was my teacher and she's my mentor and she's my everything and incredible business partner as well and um, you made you brought my gifts to light
0: oh wow well i feel i just i just woke them up you already had the gifts and you for sure uh you've come so far i mean i don't think of you as my student at all anymore you know you're definitely uh, already becoming such a master shaman in your own right and um, that's what I want for all my students who've worked with me like I get excited you know and some of the students I've worked with have so so surpassed me you know and they're doing high level things and I'm like wow it's pretty amazing and uh, I I just feel I feel really blessed that this is it's not even a job. It's my, it's my life purpose, you know, like living my life purpose, that we can have that uh, opportunity to do what we love and live our purpose is such a blessing, yeah? Such oh a blessing. Gosh.
1: It's such a blessing, and it is. It's just a true passion. Like, I just, I get so excited when women just, like, come into their own, women and men, but when they really just get that aha and they just become powerful people that they are and just spreading the light onto the world like we said you know by healing yourself you're the catalyst to heal others and it's so true because it's it's just a it's a ripple effect and everybody around you I mean in my own my own family you know everybody because of the way that I am now and the way that I react and I respond and I've changed and they say that there is this expression that, you know, people don't change. And I was like, I don't believe that for a second. I was like, if you do the work, you really change into something more incredible than you can ever imagine. And if I look at myself from, you know, 10 years ago, I, I'm a changed person. Like I, I've realized the purpose of being of service and, you know, we're here to connect Each other and help each other and guide each other and it's it's such a gift such a
0: gift it it is such a gift it is and um, I think I think for me you know I think doing these women women's retreats like we're doing it's I think the reason why I think both of us but I don't want to speak for you but the reason why why did we choose to work with just women for this retreat and I think it, a lot of it goes back to, you know, when we look back at history and I mean, ancient history, like go back to the time of, you know, the Lemuria and the goddesses and how those, you know, there was a time when the feminine, um, uh, you know, goddesses, uh, were ruling and had this power and all of their temples were destroyed and they were, they're divested of their power. And, um, Another thing my student said today, and he's a guy, which I love what came out of his mouth today, is it is time for us to rise in the feminine power. The masculine power has not served us. Um, it's only served to destroy this planet. And uh, I, it's time now to return to that feminine power. And it doesn't necessarily mean that women are better Uh, than men. I'm not making that kind of distinction. I'm talking about the, the feminine power and the qualities of that, the compassion, the ability to access your emotions and express your emotions. Like he was saying, he wanted to inspire other men to be able to be vulnerable and to be able to speak about their emotions rather than going to a a bar going to a toxic situation where they have to get so drunk and effed up before they can let down their guard and share what they're really feeling. And um, so that's what I mean by, and I think that's what he meant by that it's time to make this shift into this feminine power. And this is why I feel even more inspired to work with women because some women have, gone off track a bit and they've gotten really in heavily into that masculine energy and they've forgotten how to embody that beautiful feminine goddess energy and so this retreat also provides that opportunity for them to remember remember that divine goddess energy within them and to return to that which is really beautiful
1: that is so beautifully said, and it's definitely what is happening in this world right now. We need we need to bring forth the feminine energy and like you said, the vulnerability from both sexes and just really, yeah, step in and support each other. And as the women, we have the power to do that.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And it was no accident that I had two sons, you know. <laughs> and, I, and I feel like I've been doing everything I can in my power to teach them about these things. And um, it, it, it isn't easy because there's so much conditioning from society. And my student was talking about that. Like, you know, you're you're a wimp if you cry. Don't be anybody's bitch. I mean, even the the... Yeah. the languaging of a man showing his vulnerability he's weak he's somebody's bitch you know he's i'm just like wow this this is not serving us um to be in that kind of negative mindset about what it means to be embodying or embracing that divine feminine power so i think this work is really really important for sure
1: for sure, Michelle. And obviously this, you know, it really affects health. And when people are bottling up their emotions and and, you know, suppressing and suppressing it, it has to manifest in some way. And unfortunately it goes with our health and the more stressed we are by, you know, holding on to things, it it shows up in ways, you know, through heart attacks and Yes disease and cancers and so many it just shows up in the body and it needs to be addressed because it's just repressed emotions and yes we need to fix this because and it also affects our um you know the midlife crisis if you like you because mm-hmm. so many people are at this point where they're suppressing suppressing and they're doing jobs that they're not happy in and they're they're going through the motions going through the motions and you know they get to midlife and they they have a burnout or you know even more so a stroke or whatever like the body is talking to you and it's saying now you need to sit and just take time out and go into your what is it that you want you know not doing it for society not doing it for anyone else but really stepping back in and just exploring these healing modalities and just letting things go because it does manifest in poor
0: health. Yeah, it's true. It is. And I I mean, I look at my my mother right now. Um sadly she has dementia and she has a whole host of physical issues. And um I remember years and years ago she was going to a therapist and see my mother is an incredible coper. So she's she's good at kind of fooling people. And the therapist said, "Well, oh, you seem to be coping really well. You know, you know, you could delve into these issues of traumas in your childhood, but you really don't have to since you seem to be doing fine. And that had to be the worst advice that a therapist ever gave anybody.
1: I love because... it. Coping. <laughs> coping is the worst Yeah, way. yeah, yeah. I mean, I was
0: just like, wow. And then it was after that that she started having all these health problems. And, um, you know, she had to have a partial hysterectomy, you know, she had, you know, all kinds of problems. And I looked at that and I remembered thinking, I am not choosing to inherit those ancestral patterns. I am not choosing to live my life in that way where I'm going to suppress my emotions and make myself sick. It's almost like I, I just made this huge decision in that moment. And I am happy to say I don't have any female problems at all. Um, I don't have, you know, and I pray I don't get dementia. And, um, and yeah, I think it, we have to be willing to look at these traumatic experiences that in our lives and deal with it because otherwise it does catch up to you and you start having uh, health issues for sure it does yeah.
1: for sure and like I said with my experience with um, an energy healer I mean I was I never cried like I was really suppressing a huge emotion and now in my mid-40s I've learned crying is healing like it's really yeah. just letting your emotions flow through you and just sitting with it rather than holding it. Cause my go-to was anger always. And it, you know, by being angry, you're putting stress through your body and it gets you sick at the end of the day. It, you know, there's going to be a point that anger has become so strong that it I could manifest. It could be a heart attack at the end of the day, but just to soften and just really honor those emotions and we talk about trauma that was trauma for me as a nine-month-old baby when people hear the word trauma they think it's you know really you know a horrific terrible thing but you know it was yeah. something so small I just decided at that moment no more tears but those tears would have served me so much throughout my lifetime but I chose to cut it off that is... and that's trauma you know yeah
0: absolutely that's trauma for a baby it's funny because i had a similar experience um that i found out about because i went to a healer as well and he said something happened to you well um when when you were in your mother's or womb and it was in the second trimester that is connected to your depression and i was like what really and um I asked my mother and I said, what, what was going on for you when you were carrying me in your second trimester? Can you remember? And she thought about it for a moment and she said, oh, I was grieving the death of your brother because I had a second brother who had died before I was born. I was, I was depressed about that. So she literally transferred that depression to me and all my life growing up through my teens, I had no understanding of why did I have this depression? Why was I always sad? And until I went to that healer in Bali, and that was the beginning of my healing of the mm-hmm. depression uh, that was not even mine. So now we're getting into um, you know, how particular ailments and conditions can actually be transferred to us in vitro or transgenerational, which is a big word that seems to be coming coming up now, uh, you know, that there's patterns or ways of thinking, um, belief systems, behavioral patterns that are actually passed through our ancestral line. And the reason why we're not able to sort of tackle those issues is because they're so deep you know they're so they go far back in time and in space and so by getting spiritual healing going into medicine ceremonies this is how we can access this transgenerational trauma uh, and other traumas and heal uh, rapidly which is pretty amazing actually (laughs) It's pretty amazing.
1: <laughs> it truly is. And I say it to my clients all the time. I was like, when you step up to do this healing work, you are not only healing yourself, you are healing the past, the present, and the future. And it ends with us because we do, we work on these generational loops. And yes. we do things because, you know, I find myself as a mother, sometimes I'm saying things to my children and my children like to question me a lot and I'll say things and they'll be like, but why do I have to do that? And I'll be like, oh my gosh, you actually don't. That's just something that I've inherited from the way that I was brought up. And it's probably what my mum learned from her mum. And I was like, we're living in a different world now and it has to change. And when we step up and do this, work you're just so consciously aware and you're like actually no that doesn't make sense I get it thank you for questioning me because you don't have to let's find a better way
0: yeah that's a great point and you just didn't even realize that that was a program that yes. you were um you know that you were running and then you were just you know spewing out the same crap that your parents
1: well, exactly it's going going through the motions you're just doing things just cuz just cause but actually it doesn't really make any sense when you look at it with the more conscious awareness and you're like no let's let's start something new we can do it yeah. differently we don't need to do it like that anymore because Absolutely. we are we're living in a completely different timeline now to the way that you know even our childhoods it's completely different and it needs we need to change to bring in the next generations and they need to see yes. changes and they need to show be seen that they can access these changes and we're not going to repeat patterns over and over again anymore like it's done now when you step Absolutely. up to do this work it's done we're moving Absolutely. forward. We're not stuck in the past.
0: I love it. I love it. I'm just wondering, before we close the show, is there any kind of tool or uh, practice that you can recommend to our listeners that will help them tap into their inner knowing more, to return to who they truly are? Is there something that comes to mind that you want to share about that? Um
1: Wow, on the spot there. There's, <laughs> I'm just thinking of all my practices and it's going blah, blah, blah through my mind. Um, That's okay. Moving the body is yeah. important in any which way it feels good for you. My my personal um, preference is yoga and I've, really, I, I've tapped into a deeper understanding of yoga and how we are able to just shift energy with it set the intention just to move energy through your body to really you know when you're in a situation with somebody and you are faced with something and it's triggering you just really instead of wanting to blame or be angry or play victim or whatever just question yourself as to why it's hurting you because we it's that's where your trauma is, because we can be in a situation and somebody could say something to you and it could really offend you. Whereas for me, it wouldn't even, I wouldn't even bat an eyelid, if you like. And it's questioning and, you know, why? Why am I feeling this way? Why am I so triggered? Like really, and just sitting with your emotions, like, you know, some days you wake up, you feel incredibly happy. Other days you wake up, you feel sad. And just think, okay, I feel sad today. That's allowed what what is it in me that is like bring you know just keep questioning yeah and that's of,
0: a good advice yes
1: and changing the mindset of you know why is this happening to me why does this always happen to me like really step into okay what do I need to learn from the way I'm feeling right now and what is this teaching me it's really just shifting this mindset and you know it takes practice with these things because it's something that we've not really been taught to do it's almost like we're having to unlearn everything we've ever been taught and relearn it's like reparenting ourselves and just really taking care of ourselves and just allowing you know we're not being selfish as mothers or you know friends or whatever by just taking quiet time but just really honoring everything that you're feeling because if you can honor and just question it you can actually just shift it just like that because you have an understanding
0: oh beautiful um you brought to mind um these four questions that I'm writing in the comments um which are um questions that I learned uh from access consciousness that help with the whole mindset thing Um, So you, you you start by asking, what is this? What do I do with this? Can I change this? And if yes, how can I change it? And those questions are really helpful as well. I find that it gives you pause, almost like to kind of step out of the moment and really observe what is this, what's going on, and what do I do with this? And can I change it? And if I can't, how do I change it? And if I can't, then can I accept what's occurring in my life? So um, those are some great questions that I wanted to share with everybody as well. So that's what I use. Those, that's one of my tools. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> One amongst many tools. So um, well, I just want to thank everyone for coming and listening into our conversation about everything from plant medicine to superpowers to mental health and all kinds of things. Uh and I hope that uh all of you enjoyed today's uh podcast. Uh remember to follow and like my show. And please, uh, if you'd like more information about our upcoming retreat, visit omkarahealingretreats.com. And um, I'll put that in the in the description. I think I already did put it in the description of the show. Please reach out to us. Get on a free call with either myself. If you're in North America or Central America, there's a link to book a Calendly call with Michelle. Or if you're in Australasia, which is Australia and Southeast Asia, then click the link for Lindsay and book a free call with Lindsay. And we'd love to tell you more about our program. We do have a special early bird price. If you sign up uh, really soon, you'll get the special discount. And, but more importantly, this is an opportunity for you to really love and nurture yourself in a beautiful villa overlooking the ocean with amazing healers massages, breathwork, sound healing, telescal, and so much more. So we hope you can join us. Uh, it's September 23rd through the 29th here in Puerto Escondido, Mexico. So thank you so much, everyone, and have an amazing day or night, wherever you are. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for joining me today.
1: Thank you so much. Absolute honor. I am so excited. So, so excited to hold space for these seven incredible women and i'm yes i'm so yes excited. <laughs> i'm <beaming> right now
0: <laughs> wonderful wonderful thank you everyone lots of love, love and love. blessing yes bye-bye bye